We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this morning. Got a little bit of a camera issue, so Neil is working on that. So you... uh, might see a frozen image. We'll see whatever you see, but we'll go, we'll get it fixed. We'll be with you here in a second on the live stream, and we're already here with you on the podcast. We'll look back at the weekend that was in the SEC. Obviously, 52-51 Ole Miss over the Hogs. Crazy night in College Station and much more. And then look at lines and look ahead to the uh, – reaction was great in the stream. Uh, looking ahead to uh, the week and uh, Ole Miss in Tennessee, 630 SEC Network, Lane's uh, – trip back to Knoxville and more. So that coming up on the uh, the show. The show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember to uh, head on over to social media after you head to the Blue Sky location. You need to take a selfie. You need to uh, take that selfie. You need to tag Oxford Exxon on Twitter. You need to hashtag Blue Sky Rebels. And you get automatically entered into a chance to win an official Ole Miss football helmet that and uh, and much more you know about lunch specials speed pass plus apps and all that good stuff there at all blue sky locations in mississippi including the oxford exxon and again coming to you from the clark ford studio we are clark ford's in amory mississippi 662-257-1900 is the number call it ask for Corey clark tell Corey what ford product you're looking for he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line no hassle no haggle you get your quote the rest it's completely up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do it. That's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. They'll be open all week, all weekend, as um, Ole Miss hits the road this weekend, but you could go to Rafters before the game, during the game, maybe even after the game, whatever the case may be, Ole Miss and uh, Tennessee, but you can enjoy great burgers and po'boys, uh, appetizers, uh, all of that at Rafters Music and Food, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal, Rafters Music and Food in Oxford, Rafters New Albany, and uh, Rafters uh, on the on the water at Sardis. Correct. 
So, uh, let's just jump in. Again, we'll get into lines. We'll get into uh, some different stuff. As far as um, a little bit of housekeeping, a lot of stuff at RebelGrove.com, Neil's 10 Thoughts. Snap counts went up this morning. All the post-game coverage from uh, Saturday's Thriller in Oxford. Lane Kiffin will speak around noon today. And then just before that is typically when we find out game times. Ole Miss and LSU up next for a uh, for a game time it's the first or second best game of the day in a really bad slate, depending on how you want to rate Alabama and Tennessee for the uh, the weekend. So, frankly, anything is on the table right now. I don't know what will, will come of that. Ole Miss and Tennessee, 630 SEC Network this weekend. So, just Personally, I think 630, and I watch it be 630 for sure. And if it is, it is. I'm not. is. This is not me cheering. I don't really care. Um, 2.30 and 11 feel lots more realistic to me than 6.30. I, it's it's got an 11 feel simply, I think, too, because it's such an easy story right there, and mm-hmm. you can grab some eyes early out of game day with the Kiffin, Tennessee angle because that's enough of a college football national story to run into that 11 o'clock. You're talking about for next week? Oh, no, crap, never mind. Yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm losing my mind. LSU, LSU, unless you're doing the Orgeron thing, frankly – there's not a storyline in that game. The storyline for- and ESPN's not going to do the Orgeron thing. Nope. So that's the problem. Is it's kind of a dud game. From what are we actually promoting? What are we actually talking about? Yeah, their problem is they don't have any other games that day. Yeah, I know. Because you've got. I mean, it's a really bad slate. You've got Arkansas versus Pine Bluff. That's going to be the 3 p.m. SEC Network game. Uh, you've got Mississippi State Vanderbilt in Nashville. That's got 6:30 written <laughs> all over it. <laughs> You've got South Carolina, Texas A&M, which has a little more appeal, except South Carolina is so terrible. That's it, man. But it's really bad. It's really bad. So you've got Alabama, Tennessee, and Ole Miss LSU are the only 230 options that you have. And whichever one is not the 230 game, ESPN's going to want that for an 11 o'clock game, unless they just pass on having an 11 o'clock game. And I don't think they can do that, can they? I don't know. Yeah. It's also a deal where it's where I would be tempted to do a. I know you you can't every week, but for the TV networks, the six day window would be really nice because I mean Tennessee could beat Ole Miss, LSU could look like a complete and utter freaking train wreck against Florida over the course of the weekend. They probably will. So I mean I I don't know. It's whatever. Well, I mean, in the realistic storyline is that after the Ole Miss game, LSU's got an open date. To figure some things out. Figure some things out, yeah. Make some changes. Um, I made a thread on the board yes, this morning, yesterday, one or the other, and, I mean, the, the jokes write themselves. I, I will say, in a serious moment, obviously Texas A&M knocked off Alabama. I was glad to see the kicker family video when they were showing his family on the sure. sidelines. We, maybe not we, but everybody needs the reminder occasionally that these are people. These are not robots that are just here to 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 maximize our. I do our, not our, our need weekend. that reminder. No, I know. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly good with I, that. I kind of saw it and I went, you know, in a day of a lot of football, that was the coolest thing I saw today. Um, sure. The, the the emotion and just how it's it's not one person. There's so much that goes into the families and the sacrifices and the efforts and everything to get to that point sure. and have that moment. And especially for a kicker, you're sitting there with the ball on your foot in this freaking environment, and all these different things on it. It was, it was, it was neat. I kind of watched it like ten times in a row this morning. And when he first kicked there. it, I thought he missed it because it's like a knuckleball thing. I mean, it, it did not come off his foot very good at all. 
I thought he missed it. I thought, oh my God, he he pushed it. Yeah. I actually hooked it. <laughs> Whatever the golf term is. Yeah. I thought he'd hooked it. Yeah. And then it kind of leveled straightened back out. Back out yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my God, he made it. It was a wacky game uh, in, in a day that was nuts. I, I don't know what it means. I mean, we'll get into all this. We'll come back to Ole Miss and Arkansas because we'll talk plenty about the lines of those two games coming up this weekend, Arkansas, Auburn, Ole Miss, Tennessee. But from now on in Tennessee's Texas A&M standpoint, Texas A&M, as you said before we started, they dominated the lines of scrimmage. They were more physical than Alabama. The Casada kid was a hell of a gamer on Saturday night, especially in those final two drives there late. Had a good first half, had hit a lull, then kind of found it after that as well. Um, but it just shows that college football is screwy. It shows that matchups are so critical in games that some teams are awful or good matchups or whatnot. But from a relevance looking forward to the rest of the season, the two things that it did is does Alabama now have to beat Georgia to get into the playoff? Yes. And then two – they should. Spinning it back locally, is it was probably a really good day for Matt Corral because you get a, a loss on Bryce Young. If you're doing the Heisman thing on trying to finish as high as you can, it opened it all back up. Yeah, it's kind of back where it was before the Ole Miss Alabama, Alabama yeah, game. Yeah. It's, Bryce Young's a slight favorite at this point. Yeah. I mean, they were both minus 200 yesterday, which is overwhelming favorites. Yeah, that tells you there's nobody else in the field right now. I wrote about this yesterday. There's only about three other guys, maybe four other guys that are even technically in the mix. You're going to see some push for the Michigan State running back. Sure. You're about to see a big push there. But he's got some big games that he's going to have to do it against big teams. Uh, Robinson at Texas is a great back. Yes, he he's a phenomenal but back. But they've already lost twice. Yeah. And, um, and running backs, it's hard to win. Yeah, so that he would have to do something just – Freaking amazing! Like have some five hundred yard rushing game they or play? something. Yeah, they don't have many big games left. Um, look, Matt's deal is he's going to have to have some really big road night on national television. Like he's got to have some big game at Auburn, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to have a really big game against A&M. Frankly, A&M did Matt's Heisman hopes a double favor. Yeah, because now he gets to do the yeah, – yeah, Because yeah. now A&M is, becomes more relevant. If A&M loses to Alabama and then goes on and loses a couple more, by the time they get to Oxford at the end of November, they're not particularly relevant. Mm-hmm. So they've got a, a chance to be to be relevant. It's just really fickle when you think about – if Arkansas converts a two-point play, Corral still has that amazing game, and yet I don't really know that we're talking about it that much because they would have just gone zero and two in the league. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's so dumb in so many ways. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, speaking of things that were kind of neat to see, um, yeah. I know everybody got tired of the announcing crew talking about KJ Jefferson's family from Sardis. Mm-hmm. And I agree they they go to that well too many times. But after the game, his family was out there in the in the it parking lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, KJ silenced a lot of crit- critics. It's always good to see a lot of people are like, oh, he's this one dimensional kid who can't play. Nah, pretty good. Getting better. Getting better week by week. He's getting better. He 
he's got to show consistency on short and intermediate passing because, frankly, that would if, if he was any better, their offense would become incredibly dynamic. Yeah. I mean, incredibly he's dynamic. Just a sophomore. The long ball's good. It is. He's got a really good deep ball. I mean, he just he, – he, you know, there was two throws that he had he had to have wanted back. And now maybe they scored on at least one of those possessions anyway. I'm not really sure. But the the, the two short to intermediate passes that were so far off that I remember were the, the, the key ones where – especially in a shootout like that against an Ole Miss and against a Mad Corral, it was going to require damn near perfection. And right. You know, you know, got close to it. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, I didn't have a big problem with the radio call at the end for, for Eli. Um, he said, I'm going to let the crowd tell you what happens. Yeah. And then he did. And if you were listening, driving in your car in Sullivan or wherever, you yeah. knew he'd made the kick. Yeah. I mean, did he – Downplay the loss, sure, but you had to expect that going in. I mean, it was not unprofessional per no. se. Well, and they lose so rarely that yeah, the loss almost becomes the the call. Yeah. Um, what'd you make of it? I mean, thank you, Jay. It's very nice of you, buddy. Do you think? What did I think of the call? No, 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 no. Oh, Alabama takes a and M. Like, did it? Did it tell you anything about either one of those teams moving forward, though, that you didn't already know? No, it tells you that what, what I knew going in, which is that Alabama's kind of susceptible at the line of scrimmage. They're not as dominant up front on defense as they've been in the past. Uh, Texas A and M had a, a pretty Elko had a really good blitz package that worked for about three quarters. Mm-hmm. Took Alabama a long time to catch up to it, and they finally did. And look, you got to feel pretty good for Calzada, right? This this kid that's been just beaten up and beaten up and beaten up. And I mean, everybody's like, oh, he sucks. He doesn't suck. It's hard. Yeah. Being a quarterback is hard at this level. And if you're not super sharp, you struggle. And this was his first experience with starting, and he struggled. But he made some big throws in that game. And give A&M credit, man. I mean, they, they they just lost to Mississippi State. They lost to Mississippi State in that stadium a week earlier. And they had pointed at that game for a long time. And by God, they delivered. Give them credit. If he's serviceable, they're, they're a good football team. They're not a great football team, but they're a very damn good football well, team. Well, Spiller is a legitimate back. In a league full of legitimate backs right now. They need to make sure he's good. He got a little banged up there at the end where I was beginning to wonder if they had a little bit of a hip thing. Uh, yeah, and, and like Hardman here says, Calzada has a big-time arm. And what happened, I think, was that A&M realized we're not going to win unless we let him throw it. Mm-hmm. So let's let him throw it. He made the one really bad read where he threw it right to an Alabama guy and it got picked. But other than that, he played a really good game. And if you watched that game, and I watched a good bit of it, I was initially I was watching LSU Kentucky because I was just enjoying what was happening on that field, if I'm honest. Yeah, sure. Because I get there are people in the media that that do this thing of LSU's got the greatest athletes, and boy, they got the greatest athletes, and boy, their athletes are so great. LSU's one of the most dysfunctionally coached teams I've seen in a long time. But in Kentucky, by the way, Mark Stoops, kudos to them. I mean, they, they pointed at those two games, Florida and LSU, and they got them both, and congrats, 6-0. and and Yeah, sure. I mean, that's – They have a very legitimate path to 10-2, and 11-1 and one Sugar Bowl kind of Sure, thing. absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
But back to was I talking about A and M? Yeah. Um, a and M controlled the line of scrimmage. A and M defensively threw Bryce Young off a little bit, and then Alabama did something that I'll never understand. That I'm sure it's going to be a big topic of conversation in that state today. I think it was first and goal at the five, and they threw it three times. Yeah, ended up having to kick. You were running the ball at that point. Run the ball. This is a league full of really good running backs right now. I mean, I know there's a lot of attention on Corral, and deservedly so, because I think he's the best player in the country, certainly on the offensive end. But, man, there's some really good backs in this league. The kid at uh, the two of them at Auburn. Yeah. There's the the, um, the kid at, at uh, Smoke at, at Kentucky had a big Smoke. game. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss has at least two really good running backs. The Burks kid at – not Burks uh, – What's his name? Trayvon or Traylon Smith or whatever at, at Arkansas who ran for one thirty something the other day. He's Robinson at at, uh, at Alabama. Well, I mean, he's the a, guy who led the league in rushing last year. We never talked. He's on a bad team, but I mean South Carolina. I mean, you know what I mean? There's yeah. dudes everywhere. I yeah. mean, it, it's 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 across Spill, the league. Spiller at A and M. There are a bunch of really good backs in this league, and you can run the football if you can control the. the Line of scrimmage. I know kicking has been a disaster for Alabama over the years. Yeah, and UGA's got backs. Chris Brown says they got, they got <laughs> they have everything. Like five. They got everything. Um, but what stuck out to me the most from this game is it's what you don't see from Alabama very often is them making mistakes or losing on game-changing plays. They win that game as they simply don't allow a kick return for a touchdown. But they get out of their gaps right there. That's A&M what kept busted. A&M in it. Yeah, the game's over. I mean, Alabama wins that football game if they don't return that for a touchdown. Because Alabama right blocked a punt, recovered it in the end zone for a touchdown, and at that point you went, okay, well, I know what's coming now. Yeah, sure. And then they got it right back. And they got and it right back. It was the momentum change. It was the sudden change back. I mean, you can't you can't convince me otherwise. Alabama absolutely wins that football game without that kickoff return. Oh, for sure. It, it, it By was, the way, it was that thing, there's – for the special teams coach at Texas A&M – when he watches that, when he watches that film, it moves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that thing yeah. was drawn up. Yeah. And if you've ever played special teams, and I, I did eons ago, it never works out the way you draw it up. They drew that thing up to hit one hole right here, and then he was off to the races. And by God, they executed it literally to the centimeter perfectly. The coach just watches that over and over and over. He's the one having – I'm having a hard time turning the page to this week. He would like to watch – It's like the, the test film. We're just going to keep having that well, one. I mean, it's there. right after he watches the punt get blocked where they just completely don't pick up two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, we're getting a line. Let's get a couple of things. Oh, uh, can we do – Avery's yeah. on to something. Uh-huh. I, I noticed this Saturday. What's that? Avery says, did anyone see Saban's halftime interview? He sounded old to me for the first time. I did not see it. I thought Saturday night, and I've kind of thought this the last few weeks, Saban has had some – look, Father Time gets everybody. Mm-hmm. I thought Saban's had some old man moments. Oh. And don't get me wrong, they didn't lose to Texas A&M because they were hungover. No. But I thought his focus for Ole Miss was – What's the word I'm looking for? It was overly sharp. Okay. And I don't know when you do that that you can turn the page the way he you created need to. an emphasis that was imbalanced. It was one of the things. I mean, I said this last week to you. I didn't say it on this show because I just get killed. But 
Lane Kiffin was still tweeting about Alabama on Thursday. Yeah. And I was like, you know, boy, you're anybody who thinks this game against Arkansas is going to be a blowout. Saban in the past turns the page faster. I, I thought he gloated a little after beating Ole Miss, which is not a Nick Saban thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you let Lane get in his head. Yeah, we let Lane get in his head a little bit, and I think it. I do think it that that does impact your building, especially when sure. you're a guy like Saban, who's that been, is so robotic. He's been there forever. Yeah, you know, like Kiffin's only been at Ole Miss a year and a half. If if Mark Stoops suddenly treats a game like. This is the Super Bowl. Well, that's going to go through that program because he's been there. Every one of those kids was recruited by him, has played for him, the whole deal. Yeah. There is no transition still. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. But Grind's right here. Alabama lost that game the way that Alabama loses games. If you think about it, you beat at the line of scrimmage, quarterback with the big arm who can go down the field. And you get sudden change play. Calzada's got a big arm. They won the line of scrimmage, and they had some sudden change plays. There's there's a path. It's one path every time. Uh, Go to lines in a minute. A couple other things. Uh, Community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. Your local underwriting understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine <clears throat> like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Coming soon next month, Walk-On Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1737B, University Avenue in Oxford. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a sports, social sports betting network. It's free to use. Uh, there's no third party. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. There's no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. You can start your own group, make friends, and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Sign up today at bet.brothrow.com backslash mpw. I'll uh, be bringing you some information from Muddy Water Camo. I'll try to put it on the message board today. Some new stuff from them. I'll talk to you about it all week long. I do know this. There's a 35% discount on products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more at Muddy Water Camo. Lots of new products on the site now. Their brand new Muddy Water Lady Camo apparel as well. Go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get 35% off. You can get 25% off with the same uh, coupon code Rebel Grove at checkout at DeadSoxy. DeadSoxy.com. D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet, including... Socks from their uh, college collection you'll love. Just go to the site, click on the uh, state of Mississippi uh, thing on the map, and um, check out those kind of Ole Miss branded socks, if you will, at deadsoxy.com. Also, uh, Ole Miss and LSU next weekend in the Grove, three games in November in the Grove. Still plenty of time to sign up for seven South tailgating services They've got single-game packages. They've got availability for all remaining home games. They provide the equipment, secure the spot, and set everything up for you. They also offer assistance with unloading, food, beverage delivery on game day, and more. The uh, single-game packages, for those who are interested, for the non-conference game that's left, Liberty, it's 225 For the remaining home games, which is uh, LSU, Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, those games, 325 
662-321-1682 or uh, 7southtailgating.com. And, of course, speaking of tailgating, you want to make sure that you've got your Game Changer Patch uh, system ready for you. Game Changer Patch Company wants to help you prepare. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to uh, recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Just go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20. That's REBELGROVE20 at checkout and um, get 20% off your entire purchase. Also brought to you by ACS. ACS is owned by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. To learn more about ACS, go to www.acsllcms.com, acsllcms.com, or call 662-601-4381. Almost be back in the Grove before you know it, so let Johnston Hill Creamery cater your tailgate. To find out more about that, you can go to the website at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Or call 662-419-9201. They have an email at cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Whether it's artisanal cheese trays, charcuterie trays, or uh, additional add-ons including spicy feta dip, spice honey, pepper jelly, all wonderful there. They've got house mustard and much more. They also got plenty of desserts. You've got hand pies, you've got blackberry cheesecake bars, homemade cannolis, and much, much more. So to uh, go in, find out what's going on in their location. They're just off Molly Bar here in Oxford, Oregon. Give them a call, 662-419-9201. We'll get into lines in a minute, but Ross Dellinger had a story this morning. It's something we've talked about for, for a while, that there's a business element to this NIL that goes so far beyond just paying kids, helping kids, whatever it is that mm-hmm. mostly gets generated in structure. And, you know, we talked about it a lot in the offseason from the standpoint of when you're get, entering into these contracts, you're trusting the kid to not get arrested, to not do things stupid, to not do criminal activity that puts your brand at risk because you are now associated. But what you're seeing now, and it's with two of the guys that you would have not expected this across the country, you would have thought their jobs were safe, guys getting benched or getting hurt where – they're not on the field. They're not doing press conferences. They're deemed somewhat irrelevant after they have all this kind of money coming in because, I mean, we're talking about two quarterbacks here that are getting at least $200,000 for the year apiece. Spencer Rattler, Derek King at Miami. King's got to have shoulder surgery. He's out for the season. Spencer Rattler gets benched for Casey Jones, is that his name, at Oklahoma over the uh, over the weekend. He came in later in that comeback only to throw the two-point conversion I mean, she might the Heisman front runner going into the year. Sam yeah. Powell has been deemed fairly irrelevant in North Carolina. You're seeing a lot of situations where guys have put or companies have put serious coin in dudes that just aren't playing very well, aren't doing much. And I mean, that's it's it, it, it's life. There is so much life and business to this that's almost kind of you know you don't want to see anybody suck or whatever or get hurt. But there is this unintended or at least untalked about side that is pretty revealing and interesting and good for the, the kids to figure out right now, frankly. Oh, sure. And for businesses, it's one of the, I've had a lot of people say, are you surprised there aren't more deals with individual players? No. Because there's a lot really of, trust. There's a lot of risk in that. And guys get hurt. I mean, you know, if you were in Texas beginning of the year, 
Haynes King was wins the A and M job. Mm-hmm. You think, well, let's get him. Yeah, and then he gets hurt two series into week two, and I don't know when he's coming back. If he's coming back, was it Milo's that has Bo Nix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you, oh, Ryan Brown and them have a deal with uh, Bo Nix mm-hmm. and John Mechie. They they couldn't afford Bryce Young. Which after hearing some of the numbers, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Um, like us, I mean, like when Chance Campbell's on the ground the other day, I'm like, well, this is not going to be good. You know, moving forward, I don't want Chance to get hurt because I like Chance the person. But you know, for us, like if he's hurt, <laughs> how does that work? You know, I mean, what do we talk about? Even yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. There's, there's a lot of elements to it. Uh, Kenneth Morgan, thank you. Says I know it was talked about on Saturday. But I'm so impressed with the O line. I've been really worried about that. It may have been their best game of the year as a unit. Um, it was their best game. I thought Melton played pretty well. I thought Rhodes played pretty well. They mm-hmm. split those snaps at that position. Um, the other guys played all 72 snaps. That was the only time any kind of backup played. I don't think Bryce Ramsey had a snap on Saturday. And, look, again, you can go and read through all the snap counts at RumbleGrove.com. It's for subs only. It's linked at the top of the message board. But that defense, yes, it was very bad. There's no doubt about that. But the lack of depth showed more than it has at any point this season. Arkansas ran 95 plays. And Ole Miss had multiple players play all 95 plays on, on Saturday on defense. <sighs> I mean, you're talking about – it's just that is an ask that it would be hard at any level for anybody. And to stay in that – it was actually pretty warm on Saturday. It almost makes you, when you hear that number, makes you question Sam Pittman's decision a little bit. To not extend. To not go, hey, you guys have played 95 plays. I'm going to get you over 100. I'm going to look at this because typically you would like your even your best players to be in the 50s, yeah, frankly. No higher, like than, that. no higher than 60. A.J. Finley, 95. Otis Whew. Reese, 95. Chance Campbell, 86. Sam Williams, 75. Dean Leonard, 73. It's a lot. I mean. I mean, it does make you A.J. and Otis played every freaking snap. It does make you wonder. Like, I, but I, I genuinely don't think either defense was stopping the other offense in overtime. It was ultimately going to come Some down. Some two-point conversion does something It was crazy. going to come down to a two-point play. And so you had the ability. So I, I taught myself right back into he did the right thing. <laughs> okay. You uh, had the ability to go ahead and run your play, not worry about them. You can win the game with Matt Corral standing on the sideline. I mean, it's – So it's, go do it. It's, it's incredibly fair. I mean – I. I would have gone for two. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it all weekend. I've tried to to do whatever, but I've, I've thought that. Well, there's not a wrong decision. Yeah. If you go for one and you get it, obviously the game's going to go to overtime. There was no mm-hmm. time left. And then you're probably not going to stop Corral. Yeah. They're probably going to score. Now you're into the whole, hey, a turnover. Someone strips a ball. Yeah. Defense gets really sloppy because instead Somebody of – Somebody misses a kick. I well, mean, instead of yeah, form yeah. tackling, now you're you're stripping. You're stripping. Yeah. Yeah, G210, you you had the same thought. I did not see you discussing that when I started talking. That's actually pretty funny. Hi, I'm Spencer Rattler. I might be second string, but Johnson's auto is not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, no, look, all seriousness, Milton has played some guard. He's played some tackle. Rhodes is a graduate transfer, so that's a little more relevant, but – it's a little bit of a good sign for next year. I mean, you got to replace a lot of dudes. So anybody you can get in there for a little time that is not those main five, it's a it's a it's a pretty big deal as you as you move to and look ahead to twenty twenty two a little bit. Uh, coming up on the week for lines for schedules and whatnot. 
Got a what is suddenly a freaking dud of a Friday game. Clemson at Syracuse. Got Navy at Memphis this week. Kind of scrolling through Oregon, who's still in uh, some semblance of playoff contention. They are at home against Cal on uh, on Friday night. If you so uh, so are inclined. Three eleven o'clock SEC games on Saturday morning. So I mean, a, a really a plethora because that's one too many. You shouldn't have three eleven o'clock games. But nonetheless, you've got a Texas A&M in Missouri in Columbia, Missouri this weekend. And uh, this thing opened at 10. It's now at 8. Texas mm-hmm. A&M giving 8 to Missouri. You would think A&M could run and run and run and run and run. Well, everyone and does. just keep running. Yeah. I mean, even North Texas ran on them when it, before it was over. They A&M's going to have a, a comeback. A&M's going to have a hell of a hangover. Hey, you guys got to get on a plane and go to play Missouri now. Yeah, it's going to be tough to get up. Yeah, gonna have that, that's gonna be the methodical. That's one. what she said. Yeah, sorry. After the big night, you know, next day. Yeah. Um, it's it, you can't. But it, it's Sometimes another one of our You just can't deals. answer the bell. I mean, <laughs> the bell rings, and you're like, nope, <laughs> not yet, not not now. Um, but you like just for your own sanity, you're not gonna actually lay that. I mean, you're not you're not gonna take those points and bet on Missouri. No, right? absolutely not. Okay. I took North Texas, so of course I'm going to take Texas A and M. Okay. Florida and LSU. It's an interesting one just to watch LSU's pain on Saturday morning, eleven o'clock in Baton Rouge. I mean, that crowd will be full. I'm telling you, how many people will be down there in Death Valley for that one at eleven o'clock in the morning? Not many. That's it's it. bad. Speaking of, that tells you how bad LSU is. They have an eleven a.m. home game against Florida. And it's not the CBS game. It's yeah. the ESPN game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Florida opened at minus five. It's now at minus 10 in this one. So Florida minus 10 against LSU. Well, the only debate at LSU is when do you pull the trigger? And right now, according to what I'm told, I have some connections down there, their biggest issue is that they don't know where to go from here this season. If you fire Ed tomorrow, for example, who runs the program for the remaining six weeks? Mm-hmm. Which is a long time, by the way. Remember when Ole Miss announced it in late October? It was early November with Houston. Remember how long those three weeks were? And he was still there. Yeah. Matt Muscona reporting that Insminger does not want the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard the exact same thing. They don't really have a coach on the staff that's a natural fill in the fill in the gap. Mm-hmm. Ed's lost the team. They didn't play for him. Butte got hurt. Six seven minutes to go. They can't stop anybody. Their quarterback play is average. They're a mess. Now, look, you can say, "Hey, we 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 don't know how to do this." And then they lose at home to Florida where it's ugly. They come to Ole Miss and lose in that open date. And that's frankly when I expect it. In that open date, I don't know that you can keep that up. No. I mean, you can't. I mean, they're not going to Alabama and winning. Frankly, they're not beating Arkansas. They don't match up with Arkansas at all. I don't care if the game's in Baton Rouge or Fayetteville or in my backyard. Do they have an SEC win left? No. They have one win that's a win left on the schedule, ULM. That's it, man. And here's the thing with that ULM game is going to be a loss at the gate. Yeah. When there's 45,000 people at Tiger Stadium, yeah. that's an L. Yeah. I don't care what the final score says. Yeah. 
the L is right there in the aerial. Yeah, that's pitches. the most problematic day of the season, frankly. It so, really yeah. is. Yeah. The other games like, oh, those are good teams. ULM's like, well, it doesn't matter that you beat them forty-two to. Well, 17. look, I mean, Ed's been through this before. I mean, he lo- he he lost the Ole Miss job not because he went for a fourth down against Miss State, because they beat Northwestern State thirty-eight thirty-one in front of twenty-two thousand people. Yeah. That's when he got fired from Oxford. Yeah, absolutely. It was over. There's no doubt about it. I was in Mobile. I was on yeah. the story. I know. So I mean, yeah, he he's been here. Ed Orgeron this. gets fired even if they beat Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, that was just a. You go one and seven. That gave them an excuse to do it like the way they did it, but they were firing him anyway. Because that was like the next day. It was like the next morning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Auburn, Arkansas. Sorry, that's your CBS game on Saturday. Back in Fayetteville for the Tigers and the Razorbacks. And Arkansas is a three and a half point favorite over Auburn in this uh, in this football game. That's an interesting line. I don't know that I necessarily, I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but that line is interesting. Not what I thought it would be. That would be a good game. Both of those teams are going to have – they got to answer the bell. Again, we're, we're at that point of the season where answering bells yeah. is an issue. I have no real interest in A&M Missouri unless Missouri got weird somehow. And I think I'm like 80% of my time on Auburn and Arkansas with a 20% just watching the train wreck in Baton Rouge. It's probably how I'm splitting that morning. Something like that. I will have Auburn, Arkansas on this TV, and I'm going to put LSU Florida on that one. And yeah. I might put Missouri on a computer somewhere just to just keep an eye case. on it. yeah. Second half, and it's within 10. You go, whoa, okay. But, wow. yeah. I mean, if if, if A&M just blows out Missouri, I will never turn on that football game. I won't see a snap of it. Um, Oklahoma State is at Texas this weekend. Pretty oh, interesting let me, let me say yeah. this because it's in the thread. Uh-huh, sure. the, the whole $17 million thing, he's not going to get all $17 million. He's not going to get two-thirds of $17 million. Here's what's interesting about the whole back and forth with LSU and, and Orgeron. If LSU wants to, they believe that they have the NCAA goods on Ed to fire him with cause. Now, Ed would fight them, and then you're going to court and lawyers and all that. Which isn't worth it to anyone. So there's there's a feeling five, six, seven million dollar buyout to make it all go away, Mm -hmm. which is pretty standard. As crazy as that sounds, I wish I could get that buyout. Lump sum, five million buy. Buy. What Houston got at the end of the day. Yeah. And so I anticipate that happening. There's a zero chance that they fire him and hand him seventeen million dollars. There's no way. Grind, that is a crazy stat. First time Kentucky beat an SEC team by twenty plus points since they beat Vandy in nineteen ninety eight. Whoa. How about that? And Kentucky, not exactly an explosive offensive team, ran the ball all three over and change, LSU. and Levis was fine. Yeah, Levis was fine. That's what he is. Yeah, Penn State could use him. Sure, had he stayed, he'd be the quarterback there. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's. It, it, I, I would. I would. I would understand that one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Texas Oklahoma State this weekend. That's actually a pretty good game. There in Austin, Texas minus five on the Cowboys. Um, in uh, in that one. Cincinnati continuing its pursuit of trying to get into the playoff. They're a 20-point favorite over a UCF team that kind of sucks this season. Since he's got a real shot right now. I think they're in. Yeah, I think went out. And I, I know a lot of people go, no, no way. They'll figure something out. But 10-2 Alabama, I don't think, gets in ahead of 12-0 Cincinnati. I would hope not. I don't think so. I mean, I'm, look, I'm putting nothing past anybody. If since he's 13-0 with the American Championship And with there, wins over Notre Dame and who? Who else did beat? Wisconsin. That's right. I mean, the Notre Dame win's a nice win. 
It's fine. Yeah. It's, good. I mean, it's a nice win. Yeah. In South Bend. Well, look, if Ole Miss had a win over Notre Dame in South Bend, we'd all be going, this is a hell of a good win. Yeah, sure. I mean, so it is for them, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they have a couple of nice wins. Um, Michigan State, I think they handled this pretty well, but a little bit of a nice a trap game. They're just going to win, even though they're only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They are in Bloomington to play Indiana this weekend. Michigan State has already cashed on its over for the season. Vegas had them at five-and-a-half, and they're six-and-oh. So uh, you can already get paid if you had Michigan State on your over for the season. Uh, they're good. They're, 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 I mean, frankly, they're, I think there's five big 10 teams in the top 10 right now, um, in the AP top 25, something like that. Uh, Nebraska coming off their near win against Michigan, two and a half over Minnesota. Rutgers and Northwestern are even, if that tells you anything about how little they like Rutgers, even though they've had a decent season to this point for them. Uh, let's see, scrolling down your 230 game, six and oh, Kentucky undefeated Georgia there on the plains. This tells you all you need to know about how dominant Georgia is, yep. is that Kentucky is ranked 11th in the country, and they are undefeated coming off wins against Florida and LSU. Mm-hmm. And Georgia opened as a 26-point favorite in this football That's game. That's down to 22 and a half. It's down to 22 even right now. Okay. Yeah, 22 even on this one, but opened at 26 for the Bulldogs and the Wildcats. I'm just not sure Kentucky can score. At all. Like, not once. On them. Yeah. They score on everybody else. Yeah, sure. Not them. Auburn did score a touchdown or two. They did. One. One. But I think Auburn's a little better offensively than Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky's better on defense than Auburn is. They are. Which might let me might turn it into a little bit of a rock throwing contest for a minute, but could. It could also just be that snake grabbing you by the throat and holding on to you for sixty minutes is kind of what I expect. But that's a lot of points. I mean I I don't really know exactly what I'm doing in that game yet. Uh let's see. Scrolling on down. I'm inclined to lay them. I mean, I'm most likely laying them. I, I don't want to have Kentucky late and go, oh, God, I, like they're, they they folded like a cheap lawn chair right here and it's doing whatever it's doing. But, you know, you do look at the rest of Kentucky's schedule. It's a free shot right here, and then they're they going to be get an open the date. The way. Oh, they get huge. an open date to recover Calm mentally, down. physically. Hey, it's okay. Yeah, sure. Like, they can, they can lose and be kind of sad about it for a day or two. And then it's all right. And then they have a meeting, like, next Tuesday and go, hey, look, we can still do a lot of things and then get back up. They get Mississippi State and Starkville, which is a tough game, but very winnable. They get Tennessee at home. They get Vanderbilt. They get New Mexico State, and they get Louisville. Dude. They're one win over State from going 11-1. and 11-1 and one with the one loss to the number one ranked team on the road, and you're in the Sugar Bowl. It's also like that. Well, I mean, again, credit to them. I'm not discounting what they've done at all. They've they, they've had they're 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 going to have a hell of a year if they operate that way. But it's also taking advantage of a such a weird SEC where your best win is beating Florida, and after that, there's not really damn much on that schedule. No, I mean, there's nothing else. Where oh wow, they beat so and so. I mean, no, eh. no, it's there's nothing. it's a soft ass schedule. But you. Credit to them, not discounting it. Just saying that's a soft When opportunity schedule. is presented, you Absolutely. strike. And they yeah. did. And or they appear that they're going to. And it's Kentucky, to. for God's sake. And, and here's the like thing. It's... And if you're Kentucky this week, you're like, hey, let's lay it all on the line. Because if we somehow win. <laughs> you're in the play. Well, you're playing Alabama or whomever. If yeah. you somehow win. Yeah. <laughs> now they're not going to. But. No, yeah, no, but no, your, I know what you mean. but your attitude. Hey, we have a bye week. Hey, just, yes, yeah, your yeah, attitude yeah. is let's 
you know that crazy-ass play we've worked on? Let's run it. Yeah. You know this thing that we – let's do it. Let's throw stuff at them because if we lose, we're good. But if we win, we're gold. Yeah. I mean, you lay it all out there. Yeah. And then you give them off Sunday, Monday, meet sometime next Tuesday, have a couple of little workouts, give them the weekend off, and then come back focused and say, hey, we go to New Orleans. Yeah. Coming off their loss to Florida State, of all people, over the weekend, North Carolina and Phil Longo at home against Miami, minus six and a half for Sam Howell and the boys against the Hurricanes this week. Uh, BYU coming off a dreadful loss against Boise State. They had a legitimate chance to kind of maybe get into an access bowl at least. Yeah. That's now over. Um, they are in Waco to play Baylor this week. Baylor five-point favorite. The season typically works its way out. Yeah, something stupid happens, and it yeah. all works. It, it's all, it's Everybody all, it's always all worries good. about what's going to happen. Look, not a good game, but a sneaky decent game. Pitt at Virginia Tech on Saturday. Pitt a four-point favorite against the Hokies there in an, an ACC game. Iowa against Purdue this week, 12-and-a-half. The Hawkeyes at home against the Boilermakers. Feel pretty good about that. If you're Iowa, I think, against Purdue. Um, the good black and gold against the bad black and gold from a uniform standpoint. Uh, Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Tells you how bad Vanderbilt is. South Carolina giving 19-and-a-half to the Commodores this weekend, and I won't even think about taking Vanderbilt in this oh, game. I didn't see that game. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. Where's that game? It is in Columbia, South Carolina. What time? Uh, it is at 3 o'clock. Oh, that's the 3 o'clock game. Yeah, that 3 o'clock ES SEC Network game that they absolutely bury. It is uh, South, Carolina's, South Carolina minus 19 and a half. I mean, eyes- I, we, we, we would forgive you had you... My eyes missed Skipped that over one. that one. Yeah, my eyes missed that one, which just tells you that my eyes just didn't want to think about that game. Yeah, it's a, yeah that one doesn't exist. No. I mean, the, I mean, I'm not watching that. I'm I'm not sure Vanderbilt family members will watch that game, and that's 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 pretty much it. Three o'clock SEC Network <laughs> during Kentucky and Georgia. Jay always talks about Doors Doors Walk. Yeah, that'll be like twelve people meeting them off the bus at South Carolina. Oh, God. Bless them. Before we get into the night games, I will tell you about Northeast Spark N E S P A R C. <clears throat> com. Sorry. They have the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home as well. Or the Ignite 100 Mbps. A couple different internet packages for you. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So call their office for details. Find out how Spark can work for you. Again, that's NESpark.com. 662-238-3159. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state and all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss grads. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's spotlight is on the Village at Madison. It will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of Class A restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space along with roughly 75 zero-lot line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. It's uh, located on the corner of Madison Parkway and Main Street in Madison, cobblestone streets, iron railings, gas lighting will serve as signature elements of the development. If you'd like to learn more about this great opportunity, give BB and Sam a call at 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they're uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, Hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, one size fits one at bluedeltajeans.com. 
Go to their uh, virtual tailor on their website, and you can uh, get measured and design your very own jeans in just a matter of minutes. And then enter promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for ten uh, percent off the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. You will love yours too. Uh, we're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons located at eleven twenty six North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been serving the Oxford area for almost seventy five years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. Or if you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Look at the weather forecast. You can see the cooler weather is kind of coming as we get into the middle of October, start getting closer to November and December. You want to make sure that heating system that you have not given a single fleeting thought to over the past several months, you want to make sure it's ready to go when you have to hit that button. So get, get in touch with Comer, get in touch with Southern. You'll be glad you did. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, the College Corner is next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to College Corner at collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle-based in uh, Madison as well. Founded in 1997, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and so much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Podcast is brought to you by Nickstan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com for your website. To find out all you need to know about the buy side or the sell side here locally right now in real estate, I've used them multiple times. Give them a shot as well. Clay DeWisa, Keith Graham, and their team of associates that will help you throughout all sides of the process, as I said, here in Oxford. That's 662-281-1200. You can also click the uh, the link in my message board or in the 321 content item this week as well. So that's nickstandoxford.com. Go to the website, find everything you need to know about real estate here in Oxford. Alabama, Mississippi State. That is a six o'clock start on uh, on Saturday. This thing opened at Alabama minus twenty and a half in Starkville. It's been bet, bet down a little bit now. Alabama minus seventeen against the Bulldogs on the road. Um, I'm a little surprised it came down. I mean, even though Alabama lost Texas A&M, there's not. Um, not much way here. I could take State. I mean, I. I don't know. I mean, I'm not taking State to win the game, but cover the line? Maybe. Alabama's kind of weird. But can they do anything that A&M did? It's such a different matchup. We've been talking about matchups, so. I don't know that they can dominate the line of scrimmage the way that A&M did, certainly. But now State's got a good defense that can take some things away from you. State's, State's salty, potentially. What's their schedule left? They've got uh, Alabama at home, at Vanderbilt, Kentucky at home, at Arkansas, at Auburn, Tennessee State, and Ole Miss at home. 
Tough. It's going to be very tough. Yeah. So what do you have them finishing? Got them losing to Bama. Uh, beating Vanderbilt. Losing to Kentucky. Losing to Arkansas. Losing to Auburn. Beating Tennessee State. And probably losing to Ole Miss. Okay, so not going I don't, well. I don't really believe in so them. So not going well. No, I do think they have a good defense. And their defense gives them a chance in sure. a bunch of games. And so you can't. But they refuse to run the football. You can't just completely discard them. But yeah, yeah there are some teams that are susceptible to the run that they're not going to run on. Like I think their matchup with Arkansas, for example, with Ole Miss is is not particularly good. Well, sure, because yeah, yeah. you're not going to run on those teams. Yeah, you yeah. can run on those teams, and yet you're going to refuse to. Yeah, you sort of you're play, playing into their strengths. You play yeah, into yeah. their strengths, yeah. Uh, Liberty and ULM this weekend for all those wants to see Hugh wants to see Nils on the a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, Liberty giving thirty two down in uh, in Monroe. You know Malik Willis, who apparently is like the best quarterback in the world. Yeah. Um, I got a He's a good fit, Monroe. Oh. I got a feeling Matt would probably light up Middle Tennessee last They'll enjoy too. that Holiday Inn. Out there at 167. It's been there since like the 20s. I think they'll get like some Johnny's Pizza and stuff while they're in town. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. let me see. Hold on. Check something real quick. What are you checking? I'm just going to see what other kind of amenities are there. In Monroe? Uh-huh. Hold on. Oriental... Let's see what we got. You hitting a blank there? No, I got a couple. See? Yeah, relax. Spa. Also just one that just best Asian massage. Okay. Uh a That's balanced. That's in Monroe, not Ruston though. Yeah, those that's one's in Monroe, one's in West Monroe. Uh A Body Works massage and spa. Okay. It's on it's in Monroe. Spa Bella. But okay. that's nice in West Monroe right across the river there. Okay. Six thirty from Neyland Staley Stadium in Knoxville. Lane Kiffin making his return. Ole Miss and the Volunteers. This is about what I thought. Ole Miss opening up on the road is a three-point favorite. It is still sitting at three right now. Um, in this one, the uh, the more important number it ties the SEC record from just a couple weeks ago involving Ole Miss. The over/under set at seventy-nine and a half in this uh, in this game. I like the over. You, you like the over seventy-nine and a half? You good there? I mean, if I told you it's 52 to 49. Are you remotely surprised? Odd Shark says Ole Miss will win, cover the spread, and the total will go under, is what they predict in this game. What is their score? 45 32 Rebels. They nailed the Ole Miss number last week. They had Ole Miss scoring 51 points on Arkansas. Yeah, and they did. Now they had Arkansas in the 30s. Yeah. They, they're not, they're giving Ole Miss a lot of defensive credit more than they've shown in the last couple weeks. What do they have here again? Tell me that score 45 32, or technically 33. 45 33. You think? Yeah, it sounds about right. Maybe about right. I mean, I'm in. I mean, I'm taking Ole Miss and laying the three points. I feel like that's a pretty good bet. Tennessee has beaten, you know, Missouri and South Carolina. Missouri and South Carolina. They played Florida okay for a little while. Sure. I mean, he's done a nice job. Sixty-four percent of the early money is on Ole Miss to cover. In Vegas. Yeah, I just cannot imagine that Ole Miss has anything resembling a letdown for this game. 
There's hardly any value. There's no value at all in money lines because it's only a three-point line. It's Ole Miss minus 150, Tennessee plus 135. Nothing of any note. There. No, no. Um, yeah, 79 or 79 and a half are the two over-unders you can get right now. That's it. Tennessee can run. Or they've been able to run on the last couple of teams they've played. They are averaging 252 yards on the ground per game. Ole Miss averaging 259. Ole Miss averaging 302 yards through the air. Tennessee averaging 220. Mm-hmm. Um, Ole Miss averaging 46 points per game. Tennessee averaging 41 points per game. Both of them run as many plays as humanly possible. Both yeah. teams averaging 26 minutes of time of possession per game. So they both average getting beat by about eight minutes of of, of game time on time. Oh, it's a track meet now. Yeah, like nobody's slowing down yeah. here on Saturday. No. It's it's we're, we're we're going. This will not be a marathon. It will be just a series of sprints. Yeah, nobody's going in, into the huddle and waiting until four seconds are left on the play clock mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. It's 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 it's, it's moving. Um, Ole Miss averaging seven point three five yards per play this season. Good God, Tennessee averaging six point three. So, so something there. I mean, it's it's. It's a matchup of two really good offenses. Tennessee's found itself a little bit, even though, it, yeah, it hadn't played some stud team. But, I mean, it's not like Ole Miss's defense is a ton better than the teams that it has played to this point. Um, Ole Miss, the number four scoring offense in the country, Tennessee at number seven. That's it. Even this year, Ole Miss still well ahead in rushing yards than passing yards from a standpoint of simply a national ranking. Ole Miss fifth in the country in rushing. They are 18th in uh, in passing. That was a good sign for them. They got some other people involved in the passing game Saturday. Dennis had a big catch. It was a big catch. They got Plumley involved with really good schemes, I thought. I thought they gave him really good routes, yeah. ways to get out in space, to do some things with his feet. Um, look, it, it, it's not going to do a ton, but just showing Chase Rogers doing some things off of that tight end position is sure. critical. Sure. I, I thought I thought that was good to kind of get on film for them to move it forward. Um. I don't know what the ceiling is, but Pearson has at least settled into that role here with whatever Mingo's situation is. Pearson did a couple of nice things. I'm fascinated to see how Ole Miss uses Ely if Ely's available this weekend. I mean, concussion protocol can keep you out several weeks. can. It doesn't always. It doesn't usually, but it can, and it's not exactly infrequent. And I have no idea. No. And and I'm going to tell people I'm not spending this week doing it. Chasing injury rumors? Nope. Not this week. You sure? Positive. 1,000 million percent. Okay. You can. (laughs) Uh, uh, Both teams 500 against the spread so far this season. I was looking for any kind of stat. There's really not one, frankly. Um, This this game's pretty straightforward. It's kind of right in front of our face, if you will. So. No, look, I mean, Ole Miss, it gets, it's, it's about to get pretty interesting. I mean, it's, they should win at Tennessee. They should beat LSU at home. And then? And then Auburn's going to be, woo. It's going to be a game right there. That's a big game, man. Yeah. Looking at games that week, Georgia-Florida, that's the CBS game. Yep. Kentucky-Mississippi State and Starville's an interesting game. That feels 6.30. Auburn-Ole Miss, Vanderbilt-Missouri is a 3 o'clock SEC Network game. Wherever you can. Ole Miss-Auburn's got 11 a.m. written all the F over it. A chance, yeah. It's do they want Kentucky State or Auburn Ole Miss? You want Auburn Ole Miss, yeah. It's a much more appealing game, yeah. And I mean, the only way that you would do anything differently is if Kentucky were to win Saturday, 
Well, then all of a sudden, then you got national Cinderella. Well, I mean, look, I mean, if Kentucky yeah, yeah. were to win and they're not going, they're to, ranked like third in the country, or at least, yeah, right. I mean, they would be seven and zero with a win over Georgia, with wins over Florida, LSU, and, and Georgia. And nobody go, else got that resume. I mean, nobody had yeah, exactly Kentucky. <laughs> go, who else can top it? Yeah. I mean, that's a better resume than Iowa at that point. It's a better yeah. resume than Cincinnati at that Oklahoma, point. Oklahoma, whomever. Yeah, I mean, I would yeah. vote Kentucky number one if they did that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, let's see, TCU, Oklahoma, speaking of. I mean, Oklahoma just skin to their teeth every single week. I mean, they're not great, but they're fine. Oklahoma minus 12 against the Horned Frogs there in Norman. Uh, dud game, dud game, dud game. It's, this slate's not very good. Um, that's really it. There's nothing late night that is even a little bit appealing. I mean, you got UCLA, Washington. I could not care less. Arizona State, Utah's a fairly interesting game. Oh, I did miss that, yeah. Uh, Utah minus... Actually, um, Vegas has taken it off the board. It opened at one and a half, but that has now gone off the board. Oh, really? I had it at Arizona State minus one. So there is an injury somewhere huh. that has that off the board. Yeah. Online books still have it up, but Vegas has pulled it. So they know something. I don't know who's who's banged up. Arizona State is 7-1 and one straight up in their last eight games. Um. So not much at night, but well, I mean, we'll be we will not start till around ten, something like that. That's the thing too; that clock is not going to run like crazy on. Uh, no, it's got a chance to be a full four hour yeah, contest. It's gonna it's gonna be a minute. Just uh, saying. I'm not gonna lie; I did enjoy being done at six. That was that was all right. Yeah, that was. I actually finished uploading videos and stuff. It was seven o'clock. You're like, Whew. yeah, I watched the end instead of, of being at the end of the first quarter. Old Watch the end of my boys. Yeah. Beating Penn State. Yeah. In dramatic fashion. I gave Neil the stat before we started the show. Don't ever discuss parody at the top of college football. The number one ranking in the AP Top 25 has it been in the possession of just a few teams over the last six seasons. Alabama 63 times. Clemson 23 times. Ohio State 10. LSU 8. Are the only teams to reach number one since 2015 mm-hmm. until Saturday. When Georgia took over the uh, the slide, my God! Yeah, no, it's Alabama's dominated the sport. Ole Miss moves up to number thirteen in the AP Top Twenty Five. Ole Miss and Arkansas traded spots. Oh yeah, it's true. They did. Um, Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Alabama. Who'd you say was number two? Uh, the Hawkeyes. Iowa. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yeah. Iowa. Um, little engines that what and whatnot. Ohio State at six. I'm, I'm getting to Iowa for a game next year. I'm okay. somehow finding a way. Okay. Just telling you. Penn State at seven, Michigan at eight, Oregon at nine, Michigan State at 10, Kentucky 11, Oklahoma State 12. Um, again, Oklahoma State at 12, and they're a five point underdog in Austin this week. Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Coastal Carolina at 15. But it feels like they just hit their ceiling. No matter who they beat, you can't just keep Well, they don't play anybody. Up. I mean, I mean, I'm friends with the Chancellor, and I can't. I just can't do it. They play Liberty this year, at least. I don't know. Later? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, just, just curious. So, Arkansas at 17. I'd get some Florida, coastal gear for that game. You know, Florida at 20, A&M at 21. Uh, SMU 6-0 still. And then Texas at 25. So Dave Dorn at 22 with the with the Wolf Yeah, pack. no. They've done – he's done a nice job there. He's He's, he's good. He's fine. He's good. 
It would have been a better hire than what they did here in 2017, yeah. and there's no way around it. We can do the whole revisionist history of, well, it all worked out because you got Kiffin. Yep, I get it. But when process gets screwed up, process gets screwed up, and they screwed up process. Oh, sure. There's no way around that. Yeah, he would have he would have done a much better job of stabilizing. Uh, look at where people have Ole Miss in a second, assuming that is uh, updated. First, talk about G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. G&M, they're on South Lamar in Oxford, 662-236-2222. Uh, Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. And they offer MedSync for your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. No matter if it's one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery, you have everything you need when you need it and on a schedule. Also, with Rightway Meds, they will individually package your medication for those who need that. That can save lives in certain circumstances. So, plenty of options here with GM and Tyson Drugs. Again, that's 662 236 We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget. He'll give you a ton of options to make your special trip one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. It's uh, 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients save 50 bucks off their uh, first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Podcast also brought to you by Service Specialists with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson and Oxford Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you are a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to them. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Look, Mississippi's a small state. Service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. Prospective employers are looking for strong candidates, and they should call too because service specialist always has names and resumes ready for your perusal. It's 662-832-5138 or go to servicespecialistltd.com. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. They're the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. They've also got Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They can also work with third parties to have game day trailers and construction trailers built just for you. 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. I'll be talking to Chance Campbell uh, this afternoon. I'll bring that to you later in the day. That is brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. They're stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. 
all the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or therogue.com. And we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Autoplex. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevrolet, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti, or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give Joey a call or text on a cell at 662-571-2367. Tell him what you're looking for. Stop by 1685 High Street in Jackson and test drive that new or used vehicle you've been wanting and let Joey earn your business. And by the way, this Iowa blasphemy in the thread (laughs) (laughs) is not going to be tolerated for too much longer. They're a cute team. Um... Ole Miss uh, as high as number seven in uh, in a ballot. Low as number twenty is where uh, where they're sitting right now. Ended up here. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. Nate Meek, who covers, uh, I guess Cincinnati, maybe. Um, not Cincinnati. Sorry, Syracuse Media Group, Syracuse, New York. Um, his main biases are are toward TCU and against Marshall and Virginia Tech over the years. Poll tracker tells you who the biases okay. typically are. All right, uh, he only dropped. He dropped Arkansas. I don't know. Where, I don't know where he dropped them from. He still has Arkansas eight. He has Ole Miss seven, Arkansas eight in his. Uh, it's too high in but, his poll. But I get it. Yeah, they have they have him extreme pick to there. Um, well, here's the thing about Arkansas that they can say Arkansas's played one hell of a schedule at this point. They've done that now. I mean, they've played Texas, Texas A and M, Georgia, and Ole Miss, yeah. and only one of those games at their home stadium, and now they play Auburn. Yeah, they really would have liked to have gotten this schedule out of the way when one of the years they sucked because you only played Georgia one out of six years. Yeah. You'd like for that not to have been right now. That would have been Yeah, they're been still in pretty good shape. If they, could, if they could find a way to beat Auburn at home on Saturday, they get Pine Bluff and then a weekend off. Then they get Mississippi State at home. Then they go to LSU. But here's the deal. And they'll lose to Alabama, but they should beat Missouri and 9-3 and three is a major accomplishment. Well, I was about to say, here's the thing they've got to keep in mind, too. I mean, if we you know we talk about therapy for Ole Miss, therapy for Arkansas fans, as absolute worst case, you're going 7-5. and five. You yeah. would have killed sure. for 7-5 and five with wins over Texas and Texas A&M sure. going into the season. Sure. Oh, I, listen, it's cool. And the people that keep trying to do this, they're a fluke thing. And the only thing that drives me insane, can I just tell you the thing that drives me nuts? Well, he's only good because he has good coordinators. Yes, that's part of the point of hiring the coordinators. Well, they're only good because they have a good quarterback. Did they recruit the quarterback? <laughs> I mean, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, if Alabama didn't have all those five stars, it'd be pretty average. Well, they get to play. Well, yeah, that's why they recruit them, so that they won't be average. Is yeah. game day back in Athens this week? I have no idea. Oh, I have no idea either. I haven't seen it. Uh, it was that a, show I've tried to watch it this year. Some is awful. It's it's a college football version of Mike and Mike. It just sits on and it kind of sets up some stuff and it's a warm pillow that begins your day. I mean, I'm not watching it, whatever. But yeah, I, I mean, it's I guess it serves its purpose is what I guess. Uh, let's see. I had Ole Miss up. Eric Hansen, whoever the hell that is, he has them eighth. A um, bunch of people from there. They're most popular at 13, 14, and 15. Um, and then it, the lowest ranking is by uh, the two lowest rankings. John Clay has them at 18. 
and Kirk Bowles has them at 20. He covers Texas. I yeah. know. I don't know who John Clay is. Um, John Clay's Kentucky. Is that Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that guy? Okay. I think so. Yeah, that is correct. Lexington Herald leader. That's he, fine. I mean, look, they, they – It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's there, it. there is not one single vote in there that you go, okay. Yeah, it's 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 fine. There are some nutty ones. I um, think I have them at ten. Like John Clay dropped Arkansas all the way down to twenty five. It's like feels extreme. But what's dumb about that is, like you said, and it would have gone either way how that two point conversion goes. It goes the other way, and they're like sixth. It's like, well, yeah, and, and according to him, if Ole Miss gives up that play, they're they're twenty fifth. Yeah, like, like, come on. I mean, it's it's so stupid. Uh, so anyway, who's that? Kind of curious who has coastal where. Okay, Kirk Bowles, speaking of, has coastal the highest of anyone in the country at nine. So he has coastal 11 spots ahead of Ole Miss. Um, one person still does not have coastal ranked at all. And then they have several votes. In the and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, because they're not beating anybody. I mean, literally. It's here. Postal's remaining schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. So far, their wins this season are over the Citadel, Kansas, Buffalo, UMass, ULM, Arkansas State. Their remaining schedule, Appalachian State. They could lose that game. Yeah, that's a good game. Troy, Georgia Southern, Mm-mm. Georgia State, Mm-mm. Texas State, and they Mm-mm. close in Mobile against South Isle. Come on. That's their schedule. I will never what, be. I mean, what day's the South Al game? Say, I love. I really like Kane Womack. Anyway, I will be a huge Jag fan that day. What, um, what's the date on that game? Um, that is a November twenty sixth Friday game. After oh, it's the, the day after the Egg Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Go Jags. How's Kane doing? I don't know. How's South Al? I'm not sure. Hardman, I, it was a mistake on Ohio State. I, I went back and fixed it and put them in. You didn't intentionally leave them out. No, of no, they're a top twenty. They're 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 a top ten tennis team. South Al is three and two. Okay, they won three to open the year, and they've lost two in a row. If it weren't such a drive, I would drive down there for that game. They have two two point losses for their two losses this season. Billy Napier and the Raging Cajuns beat them twenty to eighteen. Yeah, and uh, Texas State beat them thirty three thirty one in San Marcos. I don't know the details on it, but I have seen some people say the Texas State game was a screwing of royal proportion. Oh, really? Yeah. Like something happened with the officiating. They have a really tough close. Their last three, Appalachian State in Boone, Tennessee and Knoxville and Coastal. Yeah. That's a that's a tough close there for, uh, for Kane in year one. But Blue Streak is, I'm forgiving him a little bit for the Iowa um, blasphemy, but he says that Memphis wants Hugh Freeze and Hugh Freeze would be a perfect fit for Memphis. That's where he needs to oh. go. Really? Yes. That would be a, if they'll pay him. Here's the thing: Is Memphis going to pay like Liberty pays? Is Memphis going to pay a football coach three million dollars a year? What do they pay the cat now? Hot take: I'd rather be at Liberty than Memphis. Well, I would too. Now Memphis gets, lets him play in a higher profile league. Although the Americans, but you're an independent. Although the win. Americans not going to be as high profile yeah. when everybody bolts. Yeah, and everybody's bolting. Yeah. Yeah, their top four teams are going to the freaking Big 12. 
But the media up there is absolute salivating all over you, no matter who you are, except for Jeffrey. (laughs) And bless his heart, he's probably wanting to shoot things sometimes. But Fighting the good fight. Yeah. Yeah. But most of the media up there, if you're the Memphis football coach, you the media is bowing in front of you. Yeah. We'll uh, look at some NFL tomorrow, run through. Uh, We're going to have a weird schedule in the morning unless you're doing something different because remember I've got a medical oh, thing in the morning. That's right. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know what's going on. So um, but anyway, nonetheless, NFL's week goes on, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and more moving, uh, moving forward. So as we head toward Knoxville on Saturday, Lane Kiffin at noon today, have a good day, and we'll talk to you again very soon.